In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My mother's father, my papa, loved landscaping. He took so much pride in his home. He spent hours upon hours planting trees and bushes and building flower beds and garden decks and just keeping his lawn immaculate. And I loved to help him. In fact, some of my fondest memories with my papa was being out in the backyard with him, our hands full of dirt from the earth and our shirts off our backs in the Florida heat. However much Papa loved landscaping, I know that he loved me more, though. Of course he did. But as much as he would let me join in the landscaping, this is how I knew that he loved me more. As much as he'd let me join in, and he always did, looking back, I know that I wasn't that much of a help to him. I was probably more of a disruption to him. Have you ever worked with really small children and tried to show them how to do something? It takes a little patience, doesn't it? And I know that I was that to my papa. I was small, I was inexperienced. I really couldn't do that much to help him. And so he would give me a job like pulling weeds, which I wasn't actually good at that either. He, Papa had to show me over and over again the difference between weeds and his beloved plants. I didn't see the difference. In my eyes, some of the things that he called weeds were beautiful little flowers with bright yellow petals. And some of the things he called plants were just these boring, nondescript little sprouts. Why were we pulling one but leaving the other. You know, the funny thing about weeds is that there really is no such thing. There is no plant whose true name is weed. Instead, weeds are simply plants that have been described that way by someone who doesn't want them where they are. In one part of the world, a plant might be called a weed. But in another part of the world, it might be called food, or medicine, or beautiful. Weeds are social constructs, and we don't always see them for what they really are, or what they could be. Of course, I'm talking about weeds today because that's what our gospel passage is about. In it, Jesus tells a parable of a farmer who plants a field with good seed. But then in the night, an enemy comes and fills it with the seeds of weeds, something the farmer doesn't want. And as the plants start to grow, the farmhands suspect that there is a problem because some of the wheat is looking an awful lot like something other than wheat. So maybe they should start pulling those weeds to get ahead of the game. But surprisingly, the farmer tells them to wait and to let the weeds and the wheat grow together. The farmer in the parable says, in gathering the weeds, 
you would uproot the wheat along with them. Now, the word weed in this passage refers to a plant called darnel, which is often nicknamed false wheat because it looks so much like wheat. You can't really tell the difference until the harvest when the plants look uh, differently from one another. So the farmer knows that if the farmhands start trying to pull up the weeds now, they will inevitably pull up the wheat as well. They won't be able to tell the difference. I think Jesus tells this story because he knows that like my papa's grandson, we people are notoriously bad at identifying weeds. Time and time again, we call bad what God calls good. And we call good what God calls bad. And when something is bad and good, we only see the good. And when something is good and bad, we only see the bad. We are entirely too simplistic in our judgments and entirely too eager to condemn. And so Jesus offers us in this parable an image that challenges us. It's an image of ambiguity. This is a field that is filled with both wheat and weeds, with both good and bad. And while we might be tempted to divide them into clearer categories, the reality is that sometimes that's simply going to be impossible. Sometimes our definitions of good and bad are more socially constructed than they are based on God's intentions. And so Jesus is essentially telling his listeners to give it up. It's not your job. It's not your job to distinguish the weeds from the wheat. Your job is to simply grow where you are planted, sharing soil with those who have been planted where you grow. And it's God's job to figure out the rest. How often do we cast our judgment on those around us? How often do we condemn whole groups of people? How often do we treat people like weeds? Like they are unseemly, unwanted, unsightly, like they deserve to be plucked up from where they were planted. Sometimes we do that with people of different beliefs or different political parties. Sometimes we do that with people from different types of jobs or different income levels. Sometimes we do that with people of different ge geographical origins or skin tones. Really, we can do that with anyone. We point to something we don't like and we call it a weed. When in reality, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe what we see as a weed is wheat to God. 
As Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, a weed is a plant whose virtues have not yet been discovered. Now there's a lot more that could be said about this passage. It's another difficult one, particularly towards the end when it starts talking about the end of the world and weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yikes! But you know, that's not the important part of this passage. We can talk about that and we can have another discussion about it. But that's not the important part of this passage. Because if we focus too much on that part, we would be missing out on the meaning of this parable. Which is simply this. It's not your job to worry about judgment. We can trust that the goodness and love of God will sort it all out at the end. But in the meantime, we are called simply to grow where we are planted, sharing soil with those who have been planted where we grow. And if we can do that, if we can withhold our judgments of who is in and out, who is a weed and who is a wheat, we may just be surprised to learn that there is a lot more wheat in this world than we ever realized. Amen.